Hey, what's going on, everybody? This be your boy DJ Anonymous with Sports Biz Music, episode 17. And I got a special guest, Apollo Fresh. Yo, what's going on? It's Apollo Fresh. Just a quick friendly reminder. Remember to love yourself and enjoy life right now. Exactly, especially right now in this time. But introduce yourself to the people. So, I'm Apollo Fresh. I love music. I love life. I love anime. And I'm friendly. Check me out. <laughs> like I told, like I told you before the um the podcast that you get, you kind of gave me this Westbrook, Russell Westbrook type vibe, cause like with your music is unique, you know, like your style is unique, you know what I'm saying? Like your vibe is unique, like you just you just like a unique person. Yeah, I feel like all that really comes from is just me not really caring mm-hmm. and just doing what I feel like doing and listening to my heart more mm-hmm. more I listened to my heart just did exactly what I want mm-hmm. more different I was mm-hmm. ended up being but like mostly in the beginning yeah people didn't really like it as I grew up like mm-hmm. people came to love it mm-hmm. and the shit I like was cool before that I thought was cool before it's starting to become cool now to everybody mm-hmm. like anime like anime is a lot more popular now but I back when I was watching it like early like elementary and middle school like, I used to get made fun of for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everybody's, everybody, because I was the same way, but he's like, man, you a geek, you a nerd, because you watch anime. Now, all of a sudden, a lot of people, like, is watching anime. Yeah, but I, I love it. I'm glad, yeah. like, people getting put on. It's a beautiful art form. Mm-hmm. And, hey, like, it works out for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as far as, like, uh, music, because I want to touch that first, um, when did it all start with you? When did it all start? What, yeah, for music was. Like your love for music. It all right. It starts in ele- elementary. Mm-hmm. Like I, I literally love music. I was always trying to listen to whatever like my sister was listening to, like my older mm-hmm. brother, my siblings, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But where like I really started to love music was fifth grade, fourth grade actually. Mm-hmm. We were playing recorders because like I, I just really wanted to be good at that yeah. shit. So I like I tried really hard at that shit. Then fifth grade, we started um. It was band. I chose band rather than choir, mm-hmm. and like I really like just loved it. I I played I played two different instruments. I played the snare drum and the bells because mm-hmm. I wanted to play the snare, and the teacher told the bells for me with mm-hmm. xylophone, and I cried because I wanted to play the snare a lot. Yeah. And I didn't cry for nothing, but like I was really mad. I really wanted to play the snare, mm-hmm. and he said, "Oh, if you rent both, you can play both." And I don't know if he took, didn't take it out serious or not, but I actually did it. And every day we had band practice, I would learn both instruments. And then, like, I don't know, I just loved it. And then going into middle school, mm-hmm. I started playing the drum set and started playing, like, with a praise band with mm-hmm. the church in the school. Mm-hmm. And just playing, like, like praise songs and stuff like that for, like, the bands and stuff. And, that. and I was always freestyling. So it came from, like, just school. School and church, like yeah. early years. So school and church, like was, instruments. Yeah, so they was like your your main influence. Like you know what, I could be an artist. You know, nah, not even. I didn't think I could be an artist. That was not. That wasn't even in my head. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was possible. I didn't. Even, not even. That I didn't think it was possible. I didn't. I thought anything was possible, mm-hmm. but I just never thought about the possibility of me making music as a profession. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen until high school. Mm-hmm. In early high school, actually, uh, in early high school, I got the nickname of um, Haitian Fresh mm-hmm. because I was freestyling in the locker room when we got rained out in football practice. Yeah, yeah. 
and that later ended up turning into just fresh for short but since that day and just all the times that we've been freestyling people kept telling me to make music make music i was like i'm not a rapper i'm mm-hmm. not a rapper and then at the end of sophomore year one day because that's happened in freshman year mm-hmm. at the end of sophomore year i just made a song one day and i was like oh snap i need to make more mm-hmm. i need to make another one and i just got addicted like after my fifth song i was like yo like i've been looking like what do i want to do with my life like i think this is it like so i made like that decision like i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do it well and i'm gonna make this happen and I know nobody's gonna do anything for me. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I just made that jump. So like since junior year of high school, I just been grinding since then. That's what's up, man. So pretty much like you had like great reviews from like all the song, like the the first song that you made to like the fifth song. The fifth song was like you know what? That was like that was the turning point for you to. Yeah, but it wasn't even the reviews. Like, barely anybody listened to, like, what I had. I didn't really... Because it was mostly in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I was just at home making it. And I just showed it to, like, my close, close friends. Mm-hmm. And it was just the, the fact that during this time period of my life, I was looking for something to do, mm-hmm. like, with my life. Like, at first, I was like, yo, like, I'm going to be a vet because I love animals. I know I would, like, be happy in my life. Mm-hmm. Cause I wasn't dumb I wasn't, I wasn't gonna go work And do some shit That I don't wanna do yeah. Cause I know I would be unhappy mm-hmm. But my parents wanted me To be a doctor And I was like You know what I know I'd be happy Working with animals Like maybe I'm a compromise And be a vet And I'm like I'll be happy But I didn't sh- I wasn't sure if that was it Then when I made the songs It wasn't even about Like who was listening It was like, like your love for Yeah I just I just loved it so yeah. much That I was like Yo like If I do this I'm gonna be happy in life mm-hmm. I was like I realized it like immediately, like after the fifth song. Like mm-hmm. after, like just I made a couple songs, I was like, yo, I love this so much. Like, I think I'm gonna make this happen. But I wasn't dumb. I knew like if I'm gonna do it, like I'm gonna do it. You gotta be like 100% into it. Exactly. Did you, did you, did you ever cry when you heard a song that you made? Because I noticed that a lot of artists always tell me, I seen it in person before that. Like, for example, my, my boy Shamari CNS, he made a song, it was like three, two years, two, three years ago. He was crying in his room because it was like, he was like, this is it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the song. Did you have that same, like, thing? Like, was you crying or was you, like, very, like, emotional hype? Like, was you, like... I don't know. I've mostly just been having fun with my music. Mm-hmm. I've never had, like... And that doesn't mean I can't be having fun to cry, but mm-hmm. I never had a song that made me, like, cry mm-hmm. because I was like, yo, like, this is the song. Mm-hmm. I've had... I'm really critical of my work. I know where I want to be. Yeah. Like the level I want to take myself is on like I'm looking for longevity, like under three thousand type longevity. Uh, yeah, I want to yeah. dominate, like without having to do nothing but my actions. Mm-hmm. But so like I feel like I'm really critical of my work. But I have cried during the song just because it was a song I made for my friend that died, which That's is called R.I.P.S.D. And it's in yeah, that Yeah, I heard project. that. Yeah, I heard it. It was. It was. I liked it. Like it was. Cause like. As a as a as a DJ, like I remember, um, cause I listen to a whole bunch of music and stuff like that. I remember when my grandma passed away. When she passed away, like I always told myself that you know I want to I want to create like a, a a song dedicated to her one of these days. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not a you know an artist. You know what I'm saying? But there be certain songs that I listen to that remind me of her. You know, cause when I was younger. 
I'm a sports head. But she was one of the reasons why I became like a sports head because she used to always like watch like football, basketball. My grandma used to watch hockey, wrestling, golf. I'm like, this lady used to call me all the time to be like, what channel did he play on? And for me, that was like, you know, like my grandma, like, I got the coolest grandma in the world. Like, she watched every sport. She calls me, she tells me what's going on and stuff like that. Like, she's, she's, you know, that's, that's, that's my grandma. But when she passed away, like, it hurt me. But at the same time, like, whenever, like, I listen to music or even, even sports, like, I just kind of, like, like, damn. Like, one day I have to, like, do something for you, like, when it comes to, like, the music. Because my grandma, she was in the choir at church. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. That's awesome. Shout out to your grandma, R.P. Yeah, man. So, 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 so that song that you did, like, you, you... That song, that really came from... That's... That song was a breakthrough for me because mm-hmm. that's when I started, just started like tapping into my emotions and letting out music. Mm-hmm. Before I was just like, I don't know, just making songs, but like that, yeah. that really came from my heart and mm-hmm. that showed me that it's okay to come from my heart on my music. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm still like getting deeper into today. And the more, the more I do that, the more I feel like the more I'm gonna progress musically. Mm-hmm. So, junior high school. Senior high school and now you in college. You know you go to Florida Gulf, um, Florida Gulf Coast University. Yeah. You majoring in, in what? In Entrepreneurship. And why is that? Because I want to be my own <laughs> boss. I want to. I want to know how to do what I'm already doing yeah. through schooling. If I'm gonna be in school, like I'm gonna learn what I need for myself mm-hmm. and enjoy it. Cause why not? But. I'm already Apollo Fresh in itself is an entrepreneurial mm. venture. Yeah. My art collective Wavelengths is an entrepreneurial venture. Mm. So like, why not go to school for entrepreneurship? Really learn yeah. this shit. So yeah, cause like you know, I just feel like as when you young, like it's nothing really wrong working a nine to five just to get your money up. But as you get older, you want to get that feeling of owning your own business. You know, right now we at Starbucks. You know, the man who created Starbucks probably started at his house somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Like in a, in a little garage, you know, like Bill Gates and them, how they did it. Yeah. And now the man's a billionaire, you know what I'm saying? So anything is possible. Like, anything. You know, so um, as far as, uh, first of all, where, you, where, did, where did you get Apollo from? Apollo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Apollo, I just looked up the last the the Greek god of music mm-hmm. and it's Apollo yeah Apollo and, our, and he's also the god of sun god yeah. of light god of prophecy a lot of different things mm-hmm. and I really like what he represents I just want to be a light to the world mm-hmm. so like I feel like it was perfect my last name is Apollon too so that Apollon. was a, yeah that was a coincidence that's what's up so what so you're, you're from New York originally like, yeah I was born in New York and I gotta always ask, you know, artists that was born in New York. Um, even though you said that music kind of really hits you when you was in middle school, in elementary school, that's when music itself like really, like you, you started to love it. Uh, yeah, I started to love it. I didn't really realize it, but yeah. But um, as a as an artist, you know, I can't even say a rapper because you you know your sound is unique. Like you could be like a you know one of them like Travis Scott. 
you know, you just being like in your own little category. Yeah. But um, have you have any influence from any New York artists? Oh, yeah. Biggie. Biggie, of course. Yeah. Biggie, of course. Biggie, like, he's not, like his flow is impeccable. Mm-hmm. I, I pride my flows. Like, his flows are, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. Just, like, the type of longevity his flows have, like, mm-hmm. from back then, for his flows to still be, like, wowing, like, to this day, like, in such an evolution of flow where the music game has had, like, he's... His shit still peaks over here. And I feel like that's dope as hell. Like Biggie inspires mm. me a lot. He's one of my top inspirations. Who else who else was an inspiration? I heard I, earlier I like, you said Andre 3000 was one of Yeah, Andre 3000. Mm-hmm. Um Kid Cuddy. Okay, yeah. Kendrick I see Lamar. That. I see that. Who else? You got Kid Cuddy, Kendrick Lamar, Andre 3000. Said Biggie. Biggie. And Pharrell inspires me a lot. I can see that, cause like I can see Pharrell inspiring. Cause me like a lot. Your, your your style, a lot of people don't really give Kid Cudi a lot of credit or Pharrell credit because of the new wave of artists that's coming out. You know, they have a lot of influence when it comes to like a Kid Cudi or Pharrell because they sound was just so like it, it was so it, sonically it was just different from a lot of people like. You can see the influence with Kanye West. Like, Kid Cudi gave him a lot of, you know, influence because of his sound. You know what I'm saying? Man on the, what was it, Man on the Moon? The first album? I just heard the whole album, like, thing in the last year. And it's like, to me, it's like one of them underrated albums to me, in my opinion. Because of the whole, like, sound and things like that. Tyler the Creator. Oh, yeah. Him Tyler the Creator definitely inspired me a lot. Just because, like, he came out, did exactly him, mm-hmm. and just went him. Like, he's he's a true creator, and I consider yeah. myself a creator. So, you, so yeah, because from your music, like, you, you basically tell, like, a story. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you love Pokemon. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have a song that's influenced by, like, the actual Pokemon game. You know what I'm saying? That's something different, you know? Especially, you know, us being 90, 90 babies and stuff like that. We grew up on Pokemon. You know what I'm saying? So, um, speaking speaking of that, like, yo, you, from all the songs that I heard, like, you, you're very creative. Like, um, and I see that you, you mainly love, your, your songs are, are, are influenced by, like, anime and, like, gaming, but mostly anime. You know what I'm saying? So what... Nowadays, you see that anime and music is, is like, slowly coll- collaborating, you know, commercially. Um, first of all, I want to I wanna, I wanna, uh, ask you, what are your favorite anime? Favorite anime? Yeah. All right, so... Did, I, can, I can't give you, like, a single favorite anime, but my favorite is, like, just, like, stuff that st- stuck out to me a lot. Mm-hmm. You got Hunter x Hunter. Mm-hmm. You got Fruit of Gisaya. Mm-hmm. Feature Diary, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Let's see. One Piece. One, One piece. piece goes really hard. I think One Piece is super slept on in America. Why? Like, 
Cause it, like all the anime that you you name it, like I haven't watched, but like I have homeboys who watch like the like, anime all the time and stuff like that. Like, what 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 are so what's the what's so special about the each of the anime shows? All right, One Piece. What's special about One Piece is that mm-hmm. Oda is a genius and a creator. Like mm-hmm. what he's depicting in the story of One Piece, he's depicting mm-hmm. the journey of all the greats. Mm-hmm. Like it's a tale of freedom. Like pirates is like the ultimate freedom. Like mm-hmm. in the anime, there's one world government, mm-hmm. and it's just crazy how messed how like crazy it is. And, it, and he depicts like everything that's really going on in society today. Mm-hmm. Like just like mass genocide, like different stuff, but he makes it like in a way, in the sense that like kids can watch this show and like parents can watch kids watch this show and it's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And that journey that they're going on on uh, Luffy, the main character, like mm-hmm. like that's my life right now. Like he's living life to his fullest. He's mm-hmm. enjoying everything right now. He's not letting stuff get to him. He's expressing himself and he's going to it. And he's just letting like life go with the flow and. Going with the flow is like really important. Mm. If you can do that, you can do anything. Because once you're really going with the flow, like you're not worried about stuff. You're just like on the what's the next ob- objective. Like everything's mm. you understand that everything's okay, so that you can get things done mm. and just move on and like make the best out of your situations. And mm. God can just put everything together better for you. Mm. And that's what the story of One Piece is. And it's I just think it's a beautiful story that you don't really get. Unless you go through that whole journey of watching all these hella episodes. Like, the only way he was able to do that was by having, like, all these huge episodes. And that puts people off. Especially, like, sometimes it feels a little childish. But it's only like that at first. Like, it only seems it seems like that. But you realize, as you watch, like, how deep it is. That's what's special about One Piece. How many, how many episodes does it have? One Piece has, like... I think it's like 700 something right now. So it's pretty much like what, like seven seasons, pretty much like I'm a few seasons. Because anime don't really, go, they try to put anime in seasons, but they don't really go by seasons. They just let it flow. Yeah, if it's a long like running anime, yeah, you just let it flow. Mm-hmm. Like there's seasons, but it's not really. So it usually go by arcs, like the mm-hmm. story, the story of this one particular time. Would you ever want to create your own anime? I'm working on one right now. Oh, for real? Yeah. Can I be on it? You are in it. You probably are in it, to be honest. Let me let me have my little, cause like, I'm a, I'm a I'm a combo. My book. life is the anime. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I always felt like, but not like I always wanted to create like my own comic book, cause I love comic books like growing up. So I was like, man, I want to create like my own like superhero, you know. It don't even have to be me. It could just I could just create something that's like a. A fictional, a, a fictional um, superhero, and just publicize it to everybody and stuff like that. Cause you see the reaction. Cause I don't know. Did you see Black Panther? Oh yeah, of course. Awesome movie. Like opening weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like it's making like <laughs> it's making like a billion dollars like globally. Like so far, like it had to. Mm-hmm. It's time. We need. We as like. Black community, we needed this. Because yeah. now now the people are talking like, oh, people do like stuff like this. And then now more people are gonna be able to make more like black run like movies and stuff like that. This mm. was like a big step, like this was a history. Mm. It was beautiful. Do you do you watch like the shows on Netflix, like the Luke Cage and the Dead Devils and nah, stuff like that? Nah, I only really watch anime and movies. Okay, that's what <laughs> <laughs> So what's your what, what's your favorite um type of movies? 
Oh, you and you? Anything Marvel things. Even Marvel movies. So, like, so pretty much you you love, like, Marvel. Yeah, I love Marvel. So who's your favorite superhero in Marvel? Mine's is Iron Man. Who? Mine's is Iron Man. Iron Man? Yeah, as Marvel. As far as Marvel. As far as Marvel? I think... Ah... That's a really hard question. I like I like Spider Man a lot. Mm-hmm. I really like Spider Man, but I don't have to think about that one. My favorite. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of them. You got <laughs> the whole X Men. You got Black Panther. You got Deadpool. You got the Hulk. You got Captain America. And I just started liking Captain America, honestly. Yeah, I don't even like him that much. Like, to me, he was, like, even throw like, throw I like, but I have to, because me being, like, I love Greek mythology, but, like, with Thor, like, to me, he, I don't know, like, I never gave him a chance. Like, I always felt like he was always better when he was with the Avengers as a whole, like, Captain America, but when I seen a couple movies from Captain America by himself, he was, you know, I was like, okay, because I, I, with me, I had to understand your story. In order for me to have like interest, you know, as far as like a, a superhero, you know what I'm saying? Oh, who's really? I can tell you like who really like. Yeah, right now who's really like up there and like the superheroes I really like from Marvel? Mm-hmm. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Yeah. What um? Was she? What? what was, was she from? Like what? What affiliation? She's from Marvel. No, I'm saying like what group? Like, I don't really know. She's not even really a group. She does her thing. She mm. she's had interactions with like Iron Man and different people. Yeah, okay. But she's just she's just unbeatable, and I just love her for that. <laughs> and because I'm unbeatable. That's what's up, man. That's <laughs> unique, man. So um, so we gonna get to like your your EP called what's it called? I want to be the very best. Very best. No, oh, no, no. About the, one the one before. Oh, you talking about what? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Ghoulish. Ghoulish. That's out right now, yeah. <laughs> so I want to go, like, by trap by trap, because I usually do this with, like, with artists, you know. So before I go into the tracks, like, what, why you uh, named it Ghoulish? I named it Ghoulish because that's how I was feeling, like, really dark, really like a ghoul. Like, mm-hmm. mostly, like, ghoul inspired by, like, Tokyo ghouls, like, those type of ghouls. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like... That type of energy that's brought in that show, dark, mm. and just how like the world is what it is, and you just kind of have to like deal with it and move through it mm. and just rise. Mm. Yeah, that's he, how I felt. Cause even, yeah, because the reason I asked, even happen. from even from when I first heard it, I seen like the the, the cover art. It looked you know, it looked kind of darkish. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just I'm telling you your whole style is unique, bro. Like <laughs> so, the first track is ghoulish. Yeah. You know, so how was, what's, what was, like, the story behind the, like, the, the whole process with that track? That track, that's when I started getting good. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a couple of friends that were helping me, like, I don't know, like, just telling me what they think, giving me real honest opinions. Mm-hmm. And I changed that song, like, four times mm-hmm. until there was that product it was. And I was like, yo, like, I'm starting to get good. Like, mm-hmm. I'm starting to get good enough that people want to listen to me. But during this time, I was grinding from a dark place. Mm-hmm. But I had to grind in the dark times, like, no matter what. You have to grind no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because you got to, like... Yeah, you got to. You got our to. work is God's gift. Yeah. You got to recognize that. And, like, 
if you're not working on what you love, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And you can't, you can't let, you can't really let anything hold you back. Mm-hmm. And so that's 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 that was the energy I came with on this project. Mm-hmm. But I was really like, I was always doing just making songs, like just trying to have as much fun as possible. Yeah, cause I go to the next track, uh, Lady Cove. Got that Pokemon, um, the game influence and stuff. Like one, I think it's hard cause. It's one of my favorite tracks on the on the EP. So what? How was the process for that? Like, what did you like? Did you make the beat or no? I didn't make the beat. Ken Ken Kilted made the beat. He's an awesome producer. Mm-hmm. I just found him on SoundCloud and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this art. I'm gonna I'm gonna tear this apart. So what was the process with that with that track? Story I banged that out pretty quick. I yeah. just wrote to it because I was having fun. If I'm having fun. That's when you most creative, like. Yeah, like if I whatever, however I'm feeling, like if I can, if the track makes me feel that way, then that's when it just like the creative flow just like, bam, just mm-hmm. comes out. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, like if it's if I whatever it can make me fully invest myself mm-hmm. in, no matter what it's like, fun or sad, like mm-hmm. if that's if that's where I'm like what I feel like investing myself in at that moment, mm-hmm. that's what's gonna bring the most out of that track. And I was feeling like that when I made that song, and I was just like, "Let's have some fun." And I just wrote, th- wrote that out. So over, so overall, regardless, like you mad, sad, happy, you still gonna record regardless. Yeah. On how you feel, that's that's what's up, man. Um, then you got Super Saiyan remix. That yeah. was that was hard. Like that was um, of course inspired by Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. But what was the process with that? So. A producer I was working with was telling me like, yo, you should hop on like somebody's beats so like people that are out right now. Mm-hmm. And Lil Uzi had dropped a song using that beat called Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, like I'll I'll tear this apart. And so I just took my take on it. Mm-hmm. That's that song. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. And then you got Bloodline. Bloodline was a dope um, track as well. What was the, what was the process with that one? I was in New York when I wrote that song. Mm-hmm. Um, that song came out so easily. I felt like somebody was writing for me. Like I was just like, just writing it. <laughs> like it just like just was coming out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was during it. Like all this project was just me. Like mm-hmm. that's when I just started getting good. Like everything was just like, that's when I started like just being able to like get shit out. Just like yeah. that's when like all the work and time and effort I put on started coming together for me to make music that people would really want to listen to. That's so like all the, during this time period, like Bloodline, like. That was like another another one that was like, yo, like I'm doing this stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, bro. And then Fire Flame Ace. Fire Flame Ace. Yeah. That came from a kind of dark place. That song is inspired by One Piece a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just the title and um, the title and a couple references in there. Mm-hmm. But that song was more of like the dark and it's like just violent. Like I was feeling like I don't know, like. That energy that I brought to that song was just the energy that I was feeling. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. And then, of course, R.I.P.S.D. Pain. And the title tells for itself about like you know the track. Like as far as like that was your that was your homie. Yeah, my homeboy died, mm-hmm. and that's part of like a lot of people died of in like that year. Mm-hmm. Like I think the year of me being 18. Mm-hmm. A lot of people passed away, and it was just like really tough. And that song is actually samples Naruto, mm-hmm. and 
it talks that I talk about the cycle of pain in that song and in the and in the, in the anime Naruto mm-hmm. Naruto is talking to a character named Pain about mm-hmm. the cycle of pain as well that's that's where that song is from and it just like it just fixed with the theme of like what it talking about in the anime in that song it's just how it applies to real life and I just I just put my intake on how my situation I could relate to it because mm-hmm. in the end like because he got he got shot like in the end like I could go for revenge right yeah. but then then it just cycle the pain mm-hmm. like I want to make the other person no pain because I feel pain but all that's gonna do is make him feel pain that's not really helping anybody like make the people around him feel pain and then it's just like it just becomes like a cycle that's like that starts tumbling mm-hmm. and starts snowballing mm-hmm. and it's just like no one's ever really gonna stop wanting revenge until somebody stops wanting mm-hmm. revenge that's true that's, that's true, bro. But, um... That's... <laughs> had to get a minute, bro. Because, like, it's deep. Yeah. That's deep. Like, the whole the whole project was deep. You know what I'm saying? So, if everybody... Everybody check out Ghoulas. It's on SoundCloud right now. It's on. It's only on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes. It's well. on SoundCloud. Yeah, it's only on SoundCloud right now. And now... And now... Then you talk about your next project that you're working on right now. Right now, I'm working on a project called I Want to Be the Very Best. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually announced this anywhere, so this is the first anybody's hearing about like, this. So Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking <laughs> shit, you feel me? Beautifulness. So, so what's, what, why you named it the, the title? It's inspired by Pokemon. It's a, this is a project coming with the energy of Lily Cove. Mm-hmm. So you consider Lily Cove a single from it. Right now So Lady Cole's like the preview of like The preview project. of what's to come in that project Yeah And it's just like Just straight Pokemon fire Just like hey, that I energy Like happiness Yeah, hey, I can't wait So how many How many tracks is gonna be on this? Right now Six or seven Six or seven for now? Yeah That's what's up man Like I said like You know us 90 babies Like you know Even though I'm six years older than you We still all You know was born in the 90s But like Pokemon was like one of them, like, cartoons. Um, I don't know if you... Would you consider anime or cartoon? Like... Anime. Anime. Definitely anime. Anime. Japan. Yeah, yeah. So, that anime was, like, one of, the, like... I feel like that was everybody's first anime. Even before, like, Dragon Ball Z. Like, you know, after school, we should come home. 3, 3.30, you know, sometimes they'll show, like, back-to-back episodes. You know, Kids WB back in the day. Yeah. Like, you know, it was just like a... It was like one of them animes where it was like a, um, what's it called, like a soap opera at times, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I felt, you know, when I was watching the movie, when you, when, um, when, P- when Pikachu, when Ash turned into, like, the, the, the when he turned into, um, what's it called? The, when he turned, I guess, to rock. The stone. The stone in the movie, when Mewtwo did that, yeah. and then, like, Pikachu start crying and all all the other Pokemon cry. I like damn, bro. <laughs> I felt that, man. Yeah. So when Pokemon's when you, low key really deep. Yeah, Pokemon's like I use this a lot, but I really think Pokemon low key is kind of underrated because of yeah, kind of the anime is kind of underrated. I underrate the anime myself. Yeah, because like it's very. I think it influenced like like the the shows that you see today. You know what I'm saying, like. Of course, you know, you had Digimon and stuff like that. Digimon was cool, but Pokemon was like, 
Everybody and their mama knew about Pokemon. Yeah, bro. everybody knew. They still making video games and things yeah. like that. But video games is what like really inspired me the most. So like, mm. that's what I like. I've been playing the video games. I've been buying all the video games on their release date since 2007. Like that's my shit. So you used to buy them like pre-ordering them like on the like on the spot. Like you used to get the games. Yeah, like I always get them like the day they came out. The only one I haven't like I missed one year was Pokemon Sun, mm -hmm. and that hurt me because mm -hmm. like I didn't even realize I didn't even realize I was buying it on the release date every year mm -hmm. until one day I used my money on something else, and I was like, I paid for something musically, mm -hmm. and then I was like. Damn, why did I feel so hurt? Then I realized, yo, I've been buying all the games the day they came out and not this one. So I had to go get it. And then I just been, and then the next year, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, mm -hmm. I had to probably buy the dual pack mm -hmm. and go hard for that shit. Because <laughs> I wanted it. <laughs> so what was, what was your favorite Pokemon game? My favorite Pokemon game is Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Why is that? Because I love Horn Region. Pokemon Emerald was my favorite before those. Mm -hmm. And when they remastered it for 3DS, I was ecstatic. I was happy to, like, and they did an amazing job with it. Mm -hmm. Like, you can shiny hunt so easily for those who know who that is, what that is. And, like, you can do, like, whatever you really, like, everything that I really would want in a Pokemon game. Mm -hmm. Like, because some, some Pokemon games don't have this, have that, and yeah. this. Like, it's everything that I would really want is in that game. Mm -hmm. The only thing that might not have been in that game that I would I'd want to ask for is, mm -hmm. like, having your Pokemon follow you, like, any Pokemon in your party follow you. That that was only instilled in... That was instilled... Not only instilled, but that was instilled in Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Mm -hmm. Like, if they had that in in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, then it would be a gold. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you play Pokemon Gold when it came up? Pokemon Gold? Yeah, gold. Pokemon Gold. gold? Remember, I played Pokemon Gold. How did you like it? It was cool. It wasn't like I didn't really consider a real Pokemon game yeah, like that, dude. but like it was cool. Hey, Pokemon, yo, Pokemon and Nintendo have always been known to go the extra mile to do stuff mm -hmm. for society. Like they got, they got people out their houses. Like people were really outside, yeah. like walking and doing stuff. Like, like I feel like Nintendo really cares about society. Like when it, when they do stuff like that, we fit like different mm -hmm. stuff. Like. They want to get people active. They want people to learn. They want people to like understand that video games is not like a crutch to like to fall on, mm -hmm. but rather just another part of your life that you can enjoy. But there's other parts of life that you can enjoy as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, because I felt like you know a lot of you know a lot of the gamers you know in the gaming industry they they kind of well not recently because recently Nintendo just just came up you know with the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, perfectly executed. Yeah, yeah. The Nintendo Switch. But like they like before that even came up, they used to like bash like Nintendo. I'm like, wow, like Nintendo, you know, overall is not. They, they are like they're very diverse. Like yeah, they have the games and stuff like that, but they also look out like you said for the community. You know what I'm saying? They want to make sure people are are beyond the gaming. Like as far as like you don't have to be in your house, you know, all day. And just playing video games, you could like, you know, go outside and stuff like that. And then like with the whole, um, where they had the, the Nintendo Wii when they used to have like the all like the dancing games and yeah. the fit games and stuff like that, and keep people like active. You know what I'm saying? Nintendo, I feel like Nintendo deserves every bit of respect, especially mm. for setting themselves apart. Because mm. if you really, really love video games like that, like if you really like. If, if, if you really love video games and you don't limit yourself, you're probably gonna buy a PS4 or an Xbox mm -hmm. 
and the Nintendo system. So like, like, like I have to get, I have to keep buying Nintendo systems because I have to play Pokemon. Yeah. But they also got Zelda. They also got Mario. These games are fun games. These are perfectly good games. Like they have good. You can't you can't imagine playing Smash Bros with a PS4 controller. Nice. Nah, you can't imagine playing Smart Smash Bros with an Xbox controller. Like you gotta have a Nintendo system. Yeah. You gotta have a Nintendo system and the Xbox or and a PS4. Yeah. You can't you can't but you're not most likely you're not gonna buy a PS4 and an Xbox. But you probably buy a PS4 and a Nintendo system. Yeah. yeah. You probably buy an Xbox and a Nintendo system. Yeah. But you kinda cause I'm I'm a I'm a PS4 owner, you know. I love Xbox and Nintendo. The last Nintendo I system. I got a PS4 too. Yeah, man. So I, we gotta, I gotta add you, bro. Yeah. What, what, you say you play? Uh, what you play? Call of Duty. What I play up? Call of Duty right now. I play Overwatch right now. I'm, I'm been playing some Kingdom Hearts actually right now. What's one? What's one? Uh, what a 2.5? I think. Yeah. No. Uh. What, yeah. 1.5. 2.5 collab. That what? one, I think. What's 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 um? Cause I played the original Kingdom Hearts when it first first came up. So what's what's like? What's the difference in the game? It's just remastered. Mm-hmm. It's like 1.5. They basically have three games on it. 2.5. They have three games on it. And for PS4, they drop 1.5 mixed with 2.5. Mm-hmm. So like it's just six games, and it's like all the ones that's been coming out, like Kingdom Hearts One, Kingdom Hearts Two, mm-hmm. Birth by Sleep, and a bunch of others, a couple others, mm-hmm. and I. I recently, I just started like playing the Kingdom Hearts series. Right now, I'm playing Birth by Sleep because that's what comes up first, like chronologically. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's how I feel with like Metal Gear Solid. Like, I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid fan. Recently, they they broke my heart with the fifth one. I ain't really like it because I ain't like like because now I notice like nowadays in video games like um, a lot of like games trying to be open world. Like you can never. Be like another Grand Auto. Like Grand Auto is like its own, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like even when they did it with Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed, you can't. I feel like certain games can't be too big. Like as far as like map wise, they have to be just right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, what 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 are your top like games of all time? Yeah, games of all time. I'm gonna include Pokemon in this because I feel like Pokemon doesn't get enough credit as a game mm-hmm. because Pokemon is revolutionary as an RPG. Most RPGs just focus on like different characters, but mm-hmm. this is like your one character and you and you have a team of six each individually that you can like you can customize in a certain sense of like what moves I want. It's, mm-hmm. It just it just revolutionized like the the title of RPG like. Not many people can do that, so I'm gonna just say the entire Pokemon series is one slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn, I, I, what games are we? All right, Call of Duty. I feel like I could give Call of Duty series a slot. The slot as well. Yeah. You can say whatever you really want, but they definitely like brought a whole like wave. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, have. like, just like a un- like an unbeatable run. Like they've done a lot. Like they've been in it for this long, you know what I mean? Yeah, they they one of them like influ- like one of them games that influenced a lot of other games to come out. Like if it wasn't uh, for Call of Duty, it, w- it probably wouldn't be really no Battlefield like that, or yeah. you know any of these shooting games that's coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like even even the Halo. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I see the I can see the. Um, 
What's another game I really like? So this is no. Yeah, I gotta say Zelda. Zelda. Because it's like I've never seen something mixed so well, like action and puzzles. Because mm-hmm. like. That's another thing. Nintendo makes a lot of good, like, intellectually stimulating games that are fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, they have, like, so, some of Zelda's puzzles are really hard. But, like, the, the puzzles make, like, it's a good amount of action. Like, yeah. it's like, like, I'm, like, I feel like I'm really fading and shit in, there, in that game. Like, it feels <laughs> good. Like, so I feel like Zelda deserves a spot. So now Nintendo got two slots. So you know what it took me about? Until I, I got in high school to realize Zelda, like the main character is not Zelda, his name Link. Yeah, his name is Link. It took me to like high school to realize that I'm like, because <laughs> I ain't really played Zelda games, like, not because I didn't want to, it's because my last system, Nintendo system I had was the uh, the GameCube. So like after, after that, I just didn't want to get another system, not because I didn't want to, it just, my mom didn't want to buy it for me, so I was like, let me just get the, the 360 or whatever. But like I never, I never, I always thought it was his name was Zelda. <laughs> so what's all? So what's like the, the number four or five? Number four. I'm thinking about that right now. What did I enjoy a lot? Oh, oh, Naruto Storm Four. <laughs> Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Four. I feel like that's one of the goat fighting games, and they might not get the credit right now for that but yo i've never seen something that like it's so fluid it's yeah, so yeah. fluid i heard it, one, it, it fits perfectly for the franchise of naruto i heard it's like one of the best fighting games like ever yeah because like, of like like what you said like the fluency like i just watched it by videos i haven't really played the game yet like i want to like I know the um, the anime series I'm trying to get into too. Like I heard like that is like very good too as well. Like the the whole anime like, yeah, storyline. It's one of the best anime mm-hmm. out there, for sure. And then what's number five? Number Number five. You know what? Know what? I don't know if I. I'll give an honorable mention real quick to Guitar Hero. Okay, yeah. I can that. that was like one of the only games that you could like, one of the like top games that you had like another accessory other than the actual controller mm-hmm. that was like actually felt like worth it. Now, about the new Guitar Hero, I'm not really liking it that much, mm-hmm. but like, like old Guitar Hero, like. What about Dance Dance Revolution when they had like the little pad and stuff like that? That wasn't really my thing. It was cool, <laughs> but it wasn't my thing. <laughs> like, nah, I, I like finna, dancing a lot. Yeah, yeah, but you ain't gonna gotta tap, to, you gotta do all this stuff. And... Yeah, like I feel like it definitely is like one of the awesome ones. Mm-hmm. Like definitely a revolutionary like thing, but it wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you still got you still got you got. The last slot, look. I got the last slot, yeah. Um. I know it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot, I know.
right now I'm thinking about like all the games I played and stuff like that. Thinking about what came out on the pages before I looked like. Final Fantasy 15 was really good. I would not give it the title of like a GOAT though. No, I think. Final Fantasy series itself is amazing. It's a, yeah. I don't think I've played enough of it to like really say that I want to add that to my slots. Um, Final Fantasy 10 2 is one of the best Final Fantasy of all time. Like 10 and 10 2, like the part 1 and 2 of Final Fantasy 10 is like, I think it's one of the best ones. Some people would say Final Fantasy 7. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like Final Fantasy X and X-2 got to be up there. They like the Tupac and Biggie of, like, Final Fantasy. Like, straight yeah. <laughs> like for real. Like, story-wise, like, mechanic-wise, like, X-2 was, like, my first Final Fantasy game that I beaten. I had a little bit of help from my homeboy. Like, he will tell me, like, what to do. But majority of the time, like, I, like, just grind it out. I tell people, like, games like that, like, RPGs, you just got to grind up, man. You got to... If a, if, a, if a monster just show up, fight it. You can't like run away and stuff. You gotta get your your um, you gotta get your uh, your power up and stuff like that. You gotta go to the next level. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's life. <laughs> life in general. Yeah, you gotta keep. I always felt like even the littlest project, you still have to do it because you never know what's the outcome yeah. of that. You know what I'm saying. Like anywhere, anywhere. Like I always had this thing. Like whenever I feel like I want to do something. I'm like, it's a reason why I need to do it, so I do it anyway. And then a whole bunch of stuff just come out of nowhere. That reminds me about a of a book I read called The War of Art. War of Art? Yeah. Damn, hold on. She definitely check that book out. Check that up. Because I'm, I'm making my list because books I'm trying to you know read more. Every time an a, a, a interviewer come on a show, I want to write down like different like shows, different... like. Well, for you, I gotta watch a lot of anime, <laughs> but like like a lot of books, I have to, you know, I want to start like reading more. So it's the name. It's called um, the War of Art. What's what's like? What's the story about? It? Like what's the? Basically, it's about it's, it's about creation mm-hmm. and just like the process of being a creator and just like the different forms of resistance you might have mm-hmm. and. It's important to defeat those, and it's basically some of the concepts are similar. Mm-hmm. Though you say like, "Oh, you feel like you need to do it if you feel like you're scared of it, or if you feel like you don't want to do it." You're talking about this one right here? No, the war. Oh, the war, like yeah, war, like war and like conflict, okay. right? The war of art. Like, I recommend anybody who's like making any any anybody at all to read this book. Like, if you're creating something for yourself, you gotta read this book. It talks about like what it means to be. Um, this one right here. The white one, the white the cover? The white, white cover, okay. yeah, the white cover. Like, it talks about um, anybody who's doing it, like, creating anything, anything for themselves. Mm-hmm. And it talks about, like, what it means to be a professional in, a, in this field, like, in any field. And it's, like, really important because it, it kind of, like, grounds you and, like, all right, listen, you got to go, you got to get stuff done, make it happen. But it's, like, showing you why you got to get stuff done, mm-hmm. how you should go about getting stuff done, and mm-hmm. just go and do it. Yeah, I gotta read that book. Who? Cool. Um, so that's one. Of, that's one of the, the only books you read. That you read, like. Oh, no, I've read a lot of books. What, what What other books would you recommend, like for myself and other people to read? I recommend reading the subtle art of not giving a fuck. 
That's a real. That's a real. Um, that's a real book. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. wait. The, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And why is that like? Because we care about too much. Like a lot of people like try and make themselves care about too much. Like you don't need to care about that much. You just have like certain values for yourself. Mm-hmm. And like shit doesn't matter. Like you don't have to worry about like what you're wearing all the time. Like that. You don't have to like worry about like what people think of you. Just do what you do what you want and like know what you really want to care about. Cause then you, you care harder, you love harder and, and and you invest your time better in the stuff that you really want to do and stuff like that. But that book is a lot it's 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 kinda hard to explain. It's a it's exactly about the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And it's not <laughs> and it's not about giving a fuck about not it's not about not giving a fuck at all, but being specific about what you want to give a fuck about. It's, yeah, so yeah, so it's pretty much like I'm doing this X, Y, and Z to better myself, but someone was to come and try to take me out of my my um, my career path or whatever. Like, you can't really care about that. Like, if they tell you like, oh, you got to be careful with this or whatever. Like, with like, all right. When I was like 16, 17, 18 years old, I was like telling people I want to be a DJ, not. For like one of my like my main main career, but like I wanted to be a DJ. Like I felt like you know in music that was one of my passions. And then some people was like, well, you know, not that much money are made. You don't really make that much money in, in like music and stuff like that. So it's pretty much like not giving what people say pretty much about like their pain, right? Yeah, really mm-hmm. about. Like taking life as it is and like yeah. yo, like you can do it. Like don't really care about what people have to say. Like don't don't care too much about stuff. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to care that much. You can like you can care, like obviously like care a lot, but like mm-hmm. know what you wanna care for, man. Like And what's it called what's it called? The The subtle art of not giving a fuck. How you spell it? The yeah. subtle it's S-U-B-T-L-E And art Of Oh yeah, that's I, yeah, yeah. it It's right here, right? Yeah, that's it That's what's up, man That's what's up So, what I like on this On this section of the podcast I like to ask artists Like, what are they top five You know, artists of all time Pretty much And why <laughs> I can't I can't I can I don't really know who my top five artists of all time is because like every there's so many dope artists out there mm-hmm. I really know like who inspires me the most mm-hmm. I, I said that earlier like Kid Cudi mm-hmm. um Andre 3000 Biggie Tyler the Creator Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. I give I give Honorable mentions to more than honorable mentions, but to Big Sean. Okay, yeah. Big Sean work ethic is crazy. Like his mm. path and just uh, he's been like inspiring me a lot, especially with the projects I've decided and um and uh, his next his project that he just dropped with Metro Boomin. I, I like dude. I, I feel like some people didn't like it because it wasn't like. Cause every Big Sean album that came out was good, but some people felt like it wasn't. They didn't like the the chemistry. I liked it. It was like just one of them albums that was just like 
you have to go to the gym and you have to listen to that that whole album. Yeah, you gotta really listen to it yeah. because he's really like. He's really inspiring. If you really listen to what he's listening to, if you're like on your grind right now, if you know that you gotta go and get it, yeah. listen to that because he's inspiring on that, on that level. Like mm-hmm. you gotta, Big Sean is an artist that like yeah he's cool, he has a vibe. Yeah. But if you where you get the most value from is if you're really listening to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, another honorable mention that like it's more than an honorable mention, a Lil Wayne. Of Lil course, Wayne Lil has Wayne. definitely had a lot of influence on me that I. I don't think I even really fully understand, mm-hmm. but like, he's one of the only artists that I've really like tried to memorize like whole songs, like especially off of No Ceilings 2. Like that, No Ceilings 2 is one of my favorite projects of all time. Like, or like overall? Yeah, it's like, one of the few projects that I would go to name, like yeah, one of my favorite projects of all time. Another one, it's gotta be, if I'm going like favorite projects of all time, um, yes, a kid named Cuddy. Kid named Cuddy, that like, was- that's one of your favorite, um, your favorite albums, yeah. favorite projects. That's like one of the few that like, I could just listen to all the way through. What about um, what are, like what other projects? Like mine's is graduation from Kanye West. Like that album, I can go through the whole like album and just keep going. Same thing with Jay Z, the Black album, replayable. Yeah. I could play that all day if I wanted to. Um, do the Chris word of mouth, replayable. You know what I'm saying? Like. Eminem um, Encore album I can play the Like all day and stuff Even with Wayne Wayne The Carter The first Carter To me I feel like It's very underrated From his whole catalog Because Everyone talk about The Carter 2 and 3 But I'm like The Carter 1 was like That was that album You know what I'm saying Like I can I, I can put that like 10, 20, 30 years from now I can be like I, that's a collector's Like I need to have it would be one of them albums That be in my My gold Like Treasure chest somewhere You know what I'm saying Cause like the production You know what Manny Fresh Manny Fresh is like One of the best producers In my opinion Of all time yeah. You know what I'm saying So It was just It was a phenomenal Like um, Album Project You know so But before we close out The podcast uh, I like to ask Everyone this Like Where do you see yourself Five to ten years from now I see myself like feeling amazing. Like I feel amazing now. Mm-hmm. I'm like getting there. Like I've been kind of low, but like I'm feeling like like I'm really gonna be enjoying life. Mm-hmm. In that time, I feel like I'm gonna be up for a debate with like top artists. People, I think people are gonna be comparing me like like just to like. Great, the greats. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm gonna start getting in that category of like, yo, like this guy is like, he's up for like a long run. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna be in a, a place where, like, it's, it's gonna become apparent that I'm unstoppable. Everybody's actually gonna understand that. Like, and I already told you, like, I see that because you, your your sound is unique. It's like a whole nother new, low key is like a whole, whole nother new type of sound that. You, uh, not a lot of people discovered it yet, but it's gonna come through time. Like it's gonna come like that. You know what I'm saying? And please don't forget about your boy. <laughs> when you when you make these Grammys and stuff like that, when you get these Grammys and go, cause I feel like with your mind, like your creative mind, 
you could do anything, like, you know. At all, anything. Like, you working on the anime, you know, you got another project coming out. You know, I can even see you making like a video game or something, or even like having like documentaries on Netflix and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see that, man. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I see it too. But don't, don't, don't forget about me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you got any uh, shout outs? Uh, any anything that you want to say before we close out the podcast? Shout out to Wavelengths. Shout out everybody in Wavelengths. I want to say, yo, if you got something that you want to do. Go do it right now. Don't wait on it. Like, you can make stuff happen. You have the ability to do anything that you really want to do. So make sure you're doing what you really want to do. Because I'm not saying you have the ability to do anything you choose to do. You have the ability to do what you really want to do because you're actually really going to put the effort. Because you can really do anything if you're really going to put the effort into it. You can do it. So do what you want to do. Because that's where it's going to really, the drive is really going to come through and everything's really going to come together. Enjoy life right now. Like, you can always have the choice to be happy. You, It's your choice. There's going to be times when you're down, but you just got to accept that where you're at and make that shift to become happy. And love yourself. That's really important. Like, know yourself. Know, like, what you're doing. Like, watch. Pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention mm-hmm. to what you're doing. Um, grow. Always have have an open mind as I open as mine as possible because that's where real growth comes comes from. You don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know where you're gonna learn from. So keep that open mind, that growth mindset. Yeah, go for it. Do it. That's very inspirational, man. And you're only 20 years old, man. So you got a whole whole life ahead of you, man. That's what's up, man. It's because my my whole purpose with the whole podcast was that. I want these the younger generation, like these kids that's like in middle school, high school, you know, even in college still, like even though me and you both still in college, like still in school, it's people like that did not know what to do. They still don't know what to do, but they want to do something that they love. You know, like we like you said earlier in the podcast, like it's important to do something that you love, because once you do that, then <laughs> You can make, you could like with some music, like you just you can make a whole bunch of songs. Yeah. Another thing, whatever you make, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like if you're doing stuff, getting stuff done, getting stuff out, stay consistent. Stay consistent with whatever it is. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like get it out, make stuff happen, finish the job. You'll be able to learn and move to the next step. Every project you do, everything you make, you're always gonna get better after each one you make. So keep making stuff, keep doing stuff, keep making stuff happen. We gonna end that on that note. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I appreciate you having um, coming on the show. Um, before we close out the podcast, I would like to say that uh, Sports Biz Music is on uh, iTunes, uh, Radio Public, Our Heart Radio, uh, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Audio Boom. We everywhere, we everywhere, man. We just try, <laughs> trying to get every, trying to be in everybody else. But uh, this be your boy DJ Anonymous with Sports Best Music, episode 17, with Apollo Fresh, and uh, we out.